George Austin, editor of The Spectator, talks about news stories and issues in Somerset and Swansea. You are listening to The Spectator Podcast. Hello, everyone. Coming to you from the Standard Times office building in downtown New Bedford. It's Mick Collagio, and from the newsroom, we do podcasts, and you can find them on Omni.fm, that's O-M-N-Y, like New York, and we, you can find them on Google Play and iTunes, and today we're talking with George Austin, editor of the Somerset Swansea Spectator, one of our four fabulous weeklies that augment the daily coverage of the Standard Times in its area. We also have the Middleborough Gazette, the Akushnet, uh, Fairhaven Akushnet, uh the Advocate, that's right. I almost forgot. And the Chronicle, covering Dartmouth and Westport. And uh, George, I'd uh, like to bring you in here, talk about The Spectator this week. We've got a few uh, things in there that I think readers would be interested to know about. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot of good stories this week, lots of end-of-the-year school stuff, tons of awards and things like that going on, and also... Uh, teacher negotiations related to the schools as, as well. Um, no chance for a strike? I don't think so. I don't think you can do that in Massachusetts. Uh, and they sound like they're close to an agreement. The, the teachers last week decided to go to a work-to-rule action, which means they, they're encouraged to go into school when school starts and leave as soon as the, the bell rings. Uh, and not do anything extra. And, and so that obviously could, could affect activities because teachers spend a lot of time going above and beyond helping students and, mm-hmm. and doing different things at, at the school. And, and they started that on Friday. Um, it, it, it went into Monday, and then they had a negotiating session with the school department on Monday night, which lasted over five hours, and I, I guess they made a lot of progress, and they decided to vacate that work-to-rule action on on Tuesday. Based on uh, progress? Based on a lot of progress. They're hoping that they can come to an agreement on Friday, so that's how much progress they made in over five hours of negotiations, which I don't think I would want to. That, yeah, that, that's uh, good, because yeah. there's everybody loses when you have one of those. Yeah. So, uh, especially the kids, and that's who we don't want to see lose. Yeah, they that, are our future. That's the most important thing in this whole whole thing. It's tough. Yeah. You know, teaching is a stressful job, mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of hard work to be a good one and uh, to manage, and, and um, yeah, you, you want to see them compensated fairly. Yeah. Um, at the same time, financial realities. So... Yeah, that's yes. why these things come up. Especially nowadays, I think they deal with a lot of things in the classroom that they didn't deal with before, with all the social and emotional problems that kids have. It, it's it, it's a little different, I think, than than years ago. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot different than than, than it was for me, uh, walking past um, the first grade classroom at uh, Old Post Road School in in East Walpole, and seeing. Uh, a young lad with his hands tied to the uh, chair behind him because he was a bit rambunctious. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't have that teacher. I won't say any. I won't name any names. <laughs> but that era is over, and now we have much more complicated uh, issues facing us. 
Um, the one we always keep hearing about is cyberbullying. And as a, as a school teacher now, you have to like stay up on everything. Your education never ends. Yeah. You're still a student when you're a teacher now. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so what's going on in the Spectator beyond the, uh, the teachers union and the negotiations? Okay. Well, you, we also had a, a big event in Somerset during this past weekend, which, which has been going on since last year. It's the new Somerset open-air market, which uh, has a lot of things. It, it's, it's not just a farmer's market. It, they have a lot of artisans. They sell clothes. They have music there. They have food trucks that are very popular. Um, so it seems to be growing. There's a lot more vendors there now, and I notice more people. They got a nice day for it this past weekend, too, so that probably helped. Uh, but it, it's a different thing for the town, and it seems to be a very positive thing for the town. It's Where, where do they do it? Uh, it's in the Chick Marchand Memorial Park, which is at the corner of New Hill Avenue and Route 138. Um, so there's parking in a, in a field across the street, a, a little bit up the street from there. Um, and they also run shuttles. This, this past week, they ran them from the middle school. Uh, the last time they ran them, the shuttles from the high school, I, I think they're going to be returning to the high school for the next one, which during the summer, the open-air market is open every two weeks on a Saturday from 10 to 2. Um, so... And then in September and October, it runs every week. Um, and always at the so, same location. Yeah, so I picked up a few things while I was there. Did you really? And I, in fact, I bought some some juice from a place down the street in New Bedford, and who who was there as as well as some some nuts from another so, place. So and, so and, vendors <laughs> come in. Oh yeah, yeah, they have a lot of vendors and uh-huh. a lot of different things. Uh, so it isn't so, just food, it isn't just, I mean... Oh, no, it's arts, it's crafts, it's clothes, it's... it's wow, all, it must be pretty things. busy then. But it's not like a flea market it, okay. it, at all. It, it, they're mostly like local vendors, local crafters. It, it's, it seems like a lot of quality stuff, too. So I'm not going to see a uh, bad Red Sox hat from the planet Neptune uh, yeah. that cost a million dollars and... No, no, they don't have that type of stuff there. It's, you don't see tables with tons of T-shirts on them like okay. you do at some of these other places. It, it's it's real stuff yeah, right. from real people yeah, right. and, yeah. and uh, nice, nice. That's Mostly great. handmade stuff. So it's, yeah. We're talking with George Austin. He's the editor of The Spectator that covers Somerset and Swansea along with esteemed associate editor Bill Hall. One of these days we've got to grab Bill and say, come on in hey, here, Bill. Yeah, I think he Start need, talking. I think he needs to be a guest next time. Okay, all right. That's that's a that's a threat and a promise. Okay. And uh, so we'll get we'll get Bill in here to address his uh, Swansea constituents. Uh, again a reminder you can hear all the from the newsroom podcasts uh, they come for through southcoasttoday.com. You can get them uh, there. We link them to our stories, and you can read The Spectator online at southcoasttoday.com slash spectator. Isn't that right, Mr. Phil? Phil is silently silently standing by. Um, he's not watching over us or keeping tabs on us. He just wanted to see what we're doing here today. Yeah. So well, My presence is a bit ominous, I know, so. <laughs> and... Uh, so so Google Play, iTunes, you can get any of the uh, Standard Times, southcoasttoday.com podcast, including this great one we're doing with the Spectator editor, George Austin. Um, 
It's award season for sports. Yes. Oh. This week we have a story about the K-Sports Awards, the All-Stars, and, and the Athletes of the Year, which you, one of them, one of the Athletes of the Year for Case was a sophomore, which, which is, you, you don't see That's too rare. often, and, and we don't even know if we've ever seen one at, at Case. Uh, so she plays soccer, and she runs both indoor and, and outdoor track, and she's obviously very fast. I guess uh, so. But, yeah. And probably uh, endurance, uh, too, right? Yeah, although she's not a big kid. Just, just a great athlete. Yeah. The soccer coach told me it takes it's like three or four kids to cover her when she's on the soccer field. So, no kidding. Uh, so she got skills. It's, if she keeps improving, it's it's going to be exciting to see how good she's going to be in all these sports. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're we're talking around this person, but we haven't said her name. Yeah. Yet. Her her name is uh, Meredith Castro. Okay. Uh, and so you got to watch out for Meredith. She may she may spike and, and grow ten inches in one year and and watch uh, out world. Uh, yeah, look out for her. I bet the college scouts are already watching her games. <laughs> it starts early, even though they're not allowed to talk about it before a certain point in time. Um, so what what else are we uh, talking about in the Spectator this week, George? Okay, well, I mean it's award season in the schools. At the end of the year, there's tons of them. So we we also have. Uh, the stories about the awards for Case Theater, which you, you get, theater is huge at, at Case. They're usually among the best in, in the state uh, as far as the competitions go every year, and they just have such a long-standing tradition there. Um, they had a, a director there who is legendary, Tom Marcello, who was there for about forty years. Um, he passed away a few years ago, but he's got one of his former students running it. Now mm-hmm. and so they they gave out what they do with their when they give out their awards because they're a theater um, program is they, they did it as similar to like the style of an Oscar show and they had presenters come up and nominees and, and then they would announce who won the awards which is a little different than some of all these other award uh, programs where minus, they, minus where they, where they just hand them out yeah yeah so so it was it was very well done and and you could kind of see um you know how big the case theater program is and how prestigious it is by at the end of the night they announced who the president of the theater pro, the student president was going to be for the program at the end and she was in tears after they announced oh, that's that, awesome. that she was going to be the president of mm. the theater company for next year so a lot of gravity uh, with that it, position it was a nice night yeah yeah, yeah. I wonder if they'll name something after Mr. Marcello. They have. They've, they've named a couple of awards. The Performer of the Year this year, who was Julia Morin, um, she received the Thomas Marcello Performer of the Year Award. Wonderful. So That's yeah, great. Yeah. you got a legacy. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, that about wrap it up for today. Uh, do we want to delve into uh, anything else uh, going on in the Somerset, Swansea area that we think our readers should know about? Um, well, that that open air market, the next one will be on June thirtieth, and as I said, it will continue every two weeks. So that's a, if people haven't been to it yet, that's a, that's a nice thing to to visit on a Saturday. And the details uh, are in this week's Spectator. It, yes, we have photos from from this past um, week, and and it will be in there every week during the summer. We'll be letting people know when the next one is, and because they also have different vendors during each open air market and different events the the big event at this 
past open air market was a tug of war between local first responders from Fall River, Swansea. Um, it, it, so that that was that was pretty interesting. The the Fall River. Um, I think it was the Fall River Police Department won it. Swan, the Swansea Police Department came in second. Uh-huh. So uh, if they do, gonna, if they shoot three pointers, are they going to have like a, uh, a celebrity guest, George Austin, have <laughs> to go off against George? Yeah, yeah. I that I, I don't think they're going to have basketball, <laughs> but because it, it's in a field. But they're, they're, another one of their special events that they're going to have is their doggy day, in which. They're encouraging people to bring their dogs, and they're going to have all kinds of vendors who sell items for dogs on, on top of all their other vendors that they have there that I was just talking about. So regularly about, scheduled like programming will continue, yeah. but it'll be dog day. Yes. Yeah. All right. Dog day afternoon at the uh, <laughs> Somerset <laughs> uh, Open Air Market. Yeah. That's what we call it? That's what it's called. Yeah. All right. Terrific. Thanks, George. Okay. Thanks for being here today. And and uh, we're going to have to carry through on our threat to bring in Bill Hall, we, we will, kicking and screaming. We will drag him in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Reminder that you can hear the uh, Spectators podcast at Google Play, iTunes, and at omny.fm. And until next time, Mick Lodge and George Austin saying sayonara.